What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. Thank you for making me part of your week, this week, and every week. In this episode, it is all Bulls, all episode. We're going to talk UB Bulls basketball for the entire podcast episode as they have won their fourth straight MAC conference game after starting 0-2. So stick around and let's have some fun. Before we start this podcast, I want to take a quick time out to say thank you to everyone who has listened to me and continues to listen to me on a weekly basis. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, I want you to share it with your friends, your family, your coworkers, or anybody you know that enjoys sports talk about Buffalo. Let them know that they can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, on Anchor. If you want to contact me at all, you can get at me at my email, which is sportstalkbuffalo at yahoo.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at sportstalkbuff1. That's sportstalkbuff1 on Twitter to find out the latest news and notes from the show and also my opinions on a lot of the things that are going on in and around sports in general. Again, thank you all for listening. So let's keep this podcast growing and keep the ball rolling. So if you're ready, let's jump right into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right into things. And before we start talking about the Bulls and the last three games that they've played, I would like to congratulate Buffalo Bulls head coach Jim Weitzel on getting his four. 100th career win as an NCAA head coach. So congratulations to him and a big win tonight for the UB Bulls against Western Michigan. But we're going to start the show by talking about the Bulls versus Ohio. It was a gritty win. It was a close win. It was a back and forth game, but the Bulls came out on top 76-73 at Ohio, it was a big, big game to keep the ball rolling for the UB Bulls, and it seems like they have really turned a corner. This game against Ohio could be the turning point for the UB Bulls. They came out and played very, very strong defense. The defense of late, or at least to start the season, so to speak, had really been lacking in my opinion. They played good in spurts. They played good here. They played good there. But they were getting exposed a little too much. They weren't playing disciplined. And in this game, they came out and wanted to make a statement on defense. And they did just that. They allowed just 31 first half points. The only bad part about that, uh, the beginning of this game, was the fact that they struggled offensively as they scored just 26 points. It was a very, very tough half offensively for the Buffalo Bulls. And they committed 10 turnovers. That was a huge problem. They just didn't look in sync in the first half, but all credit goes to Jim Weitzel and his staff, as I have been a very harsh critic of Jim Weitzel. As I've said before on this podcast, he was my least favorite candidate that was said to have been interviewed, but he is really proving me wrong, and I could not be happier about that fact. They made some adjustments and came out in the second half and really played well. They scored 
50 points in the second half again to win 76 to 73. Jonathan Williams, along with all the Bulls, struggled in the first half in this game. He had just two points, and it was not looking very good for him and all the Bulls, but he exploded in the entire in the second half of this game and finished with a career high 26 points and seven rebounds. He was absolutely instrumental in the Bulls winning this game. He came out and really dominated the second half of this game. Somebody else that looks like they may have had a breakout game in this one was Antoine Johnson. My goodness, it is so refreshing to see. And again, why I'm not a head coach at a Division I program. As I said, they should bench Antoine Johnson in favor of Ronaldo Segu. But again, he is really showing, at least in these last three games, that he deserves to be a starter. And he is showing why people were so excited for him to transfer from Middle Tennessee over to Buffalo uh, and and be a bull for his senior year. It looks like the year off for Johnson really set him back more than uh, him and a lot of people would want to admit, but it looks like he's shaking off that rust in this game. He had his best game as a bull. He scored 18 points and four re- 18, or I'm sorry, he had his best game as the bull up till this point. He scored 18 points and he had four rebounds in this game. And it was uh, a very nice sight to see for Antoine Johnson. He really played well, not just offensively, but defensively in this game. I tried to pay a lot of attention to him because I've been a very harsh critic of him defensively. And it seems like of late, he has really, really picked up his our defensive intensity, his on-ball pressure. He looks like he is another guy that can be a lockdown defender for the Bulls. And it is a fantastic sight to see. In this game, uh, the the bench really had a tough time for the Bulls. They scored just two points all together. Ronaldo Sugu, Laquell Hardnett, Gabe Grant, David Nickelberry, all these guys combined for just two points, and they came from Ronaldo Sugu in this in this entire game. That was a big storyline in this game. Ohio also had very difficult time outside of two players scoring for them as their bench scored zero points. And just four players overall scored for Ohio in this game. Uh, two guys really leading the way for the uh, Ohio was Preston and Vanderplas. They both came into the game, uh, you know, uh, and setting, I think, career highs for both of them. Uh, career high for Vanderplas in 28 points. And Preston, just a freshman, dropped 27. They were essentially Ohio's entire offense in this game. And they could not be stopped. Uh, uh, fortunately for the Bulls, the Bulls were able to get some uh, really solid scoring of their own from Jonathan Williams and Antoine Johnson, like I said, and were able to hold off Ohio in this game. Now, a big thing for the Bulls in this game is, uh, oh no, that's the next game. I apologize. I'm gonna, I'm getting ahead of myself here. But again, the Bulls played a very, very solid game. Jonathan Williams. 26 points, finished 10 of 17 field goals, and Johnson finished 7 of 12 for field goals and 3 of 6 from 3 points uh, from behind the arc, finished with 18 points. He really, them two really propelled the Bulls to uh, this game winner here. It was a very nice sight to see both Jonathan Williams 
and Antoine Johnson really carrying the load when their uh, primary scorer was feeling a little ill in uh, Javon Graves. He had a tough couple of games, but he really exploded in this last game for the UB Bulls. Again, big victory uh, against playing against Ohio in Ohio. Came out with a gutty 76-73 win, giving the Bulls uh, their second straight win in the MAC Conference. Moving on to their next game, the Bulls played Central Michigan University, and I cannot understate this fact. Coming into this game, Central Michigan, even though their record was kind of not really reflective of their play, they were undefeated at home. They had 10 wins on the season. I think they were 10-7 and coming into this game. They were 9-0 and at home. Uh, so far this season, they were playing really good basketball at home, and the Bulls just came out and absolutely dominated them from start to finish. This is a kind of a lesson to anybody who thinks if they want to run with the Bulls, the Bulls are going to, this is cheesy, but give you the horns, and they really put a beat down on Central Michigan, a team that kind of likes to play the style of the Bulls who have really, really uh, been able to institute their style on a lot of uh, MAC teams over the course of the last few years. They win this game 86-67, to again against a previously unbeaten at-home Central Michigan University team. This was UB's best and most complete game of the year, offensively and defensively, and again it led to the Bulls coming out with a 19-point victory. The defense allowed just 30 points in the first half, and the offense was rolling all game long. They had 38 in the first half and 48 in the second half. Complete game uh, offensively and defensively. The Bulls had five players hit double-digit points in this one, and Williams, Jonathan Williams again led the Bulls in his second straight game with 18 points to finish, but there's just too many bowls to really name. They had they all had incredibly solid games. Again, five players in double digits, almost six players in double digits, as uh, Josh Mbala was just one point away from double digits. He had a 9.9 game, or nine rebound game, a very solid game for him. Jordan played and looked very, very solid in this game. He w- he played thir- uh, 30 minutes. He was 5 of 7 shooting. He was 1 for 1 of 3s, and he contributed 13 points in this game. Antoine Johnson had just 10 points, but he looked very, very solid in this game, not offensively and defensively. And it, again, it was just another very good thing to see. Uh, he also ripped down 9 rebounds in this game, did Antoine Johnson. Javon Graves, again battling the flu, had managed 14 points on 5 of 15 shooting and 2 of 6 from 3 points. It was incredible what he was able to do, not feeling at 100%, and he looked very, very solid in this game also. As I said, if you can find it somewhere, you get a chance to watch it, watch this game I watched it about three times. It was an absolute domination from start to finish, and it was just a very, very, very fun, fun game to watch. The recap of this game is the defense looked very, very good the entire game. 
as they held CMU to just 34.2% shooting, and the offense looked like a well-oiled machine. They made good decisions, they didn't force shots, they made the extra pass, and they knocked down their open looks. If UB can play like this every single game over and over again with not a whole lot of defensive lulls and are able to knock down their open looks, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with in this MAC conference as they look for their third straight Mid-American Conference title. We're going to jump ahead to tonight's game as I'm recording just after the UB Bulls win their fourth straight game against, this time it was against Western, Western Michigan at home. The Bulls were able to put up 90 points again. The Bulls win 92-79. They move to 13-6 and on the season, which is a very strong record after losing five players to graduation in the offseason, including two of the best players the Bulls have ever had. Incredible, incredible stuff so far uh, for this UB Bulls team as they looked to retool. They knew this would be a rebuilding year, but the fact that they are 13-6 and right now and 4-2 and in the MAC and are battling for the MAC East title again speaks volumes to the job that Jim Weitzel and his staff have been able to do, not just coaching the basketball games, but being able to recruit guys to come in here and play right away, to be able to uh, keep the guys that they already had here, to be able to keep them in the locker room and keep them on this team. A huge, huge job that cannot be overstated, and his uh, very fantastic recruiting has continued uh, earlier this year. He's got two high three-star commits, both players very, very solid guards coming to UB. We will talk about those kids at a later date. This was Jim Weitzel's 400th career win, as I mentioned at the top of the show, and another very hard-fought win for this UB Bulls team. Now, Western Michigan shot the ball or shot the lights out of the ball in the first half. They shot it over 60% field goal percentage in the first half. They did uh, did a very, very good job getting to the foul line, got to the double bonus against the Bulls, got a lot of the key Bulls, including Devontae Jordan, in some foul trouble early, and that really contributed to them being able to score 43 points in the first half. Another thing that contributed to them getting 43 points in the first half is they shot 71.4% from behind the arc. Everything was falling for Western Michigan, and they still could not pull away from this UB Bulls team, who also did shoot the ball fairly Uh, Actually, they shot the ball kind of poopy as far as field goal percentage. I can't believe I just used the word poopy, whatever. Uh, They shot the ball kind of bad from the the field in this one, but they were able to kind of resurrect that. They shot pretty good from behind the arc at 36.4% from three, and they went into the half tied at 43 after a late three-point play from Ronaldo Segu, a very great, uh, very good play, uh, getting the offensive rebound and the and one after an Imbala missed dunk. 
it was a, a very strong play to end the half. And I think it really gave the Bulls momentum going into the second half with the game tied. Antoine Johnson had a very, very strong first half. Again, he looks to have really broken out of his slump. And it is a fantastic news for the Bulls moving forward. He had 14 points in the first half, and he finished with a season-high 21 points on 6 of 10 shooting. He also was able to rip down 4 rebounds. Another player who had a very, very good first half was Josh Mbala. He had 10 points and 7 rebounds in the first half, and he finished the game with 18 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 assists. The Bulls really shared the ball well in the second half, and offensively it showed as the Bulls were able to slowly but surely start to pull away from Western Michigan. The Bulls got into a lot of foul trouble in this game as they had six players with two fouls in the first half, and that was a contributing factor, as I said, to the Bulls being tied 43-43 going into the half. Western Michigan had to feel really good about themselves at that point, and if they were able to continue to play their game and slow the game down, the Bulls kind of struggle a little bit in the half in their half-court offense, struggled uh, in this game a little bit to knock down their open shots as they were moving the ball well again in the second straight game. Uh, they were getting a lot of open shots. They were making that extra pass to get the open looks, but the players just couldn't knock down a lot of their open shots. But again, a very gritty, tough victory for the Bulls. They had a lot of really solid plays, a lot of alley-oops in this game, a lot of big-time dunks. This was another very, very fun game to watch as the Bulls continue to be able to push the pace against these teams. It makes for fun basketball. It makes for a lot of shots. It makes for high-intensity games, and it makes for recruits wanting to come to UB as we're seeing uh, more and more for this Buffalo Bulls team. Graves had himself a ball game, had just seven points in the first half, but really took over in the second half, and he finished with 23 points, four assists, and three rebounds. He is one of their leaders on this team. He is not only their scoring leader, but he is a junior leader. He started last year as a sophomore, got some minutes as a freshman for the UB Bulls, and he is really taking on that leadership role along with Devontae Jordan who played himself a very solid game, even though he got into foul trouble. He got in some foul trouble early, didn't play a lot of minutes, but had a very good game defensively. I think they called this game very tight. They called it a lot for the for the uh, the offense, so to speak. They really called a lot of things that should be charges. They called them blocking fouls, not just for Western Michigan, but for UB as Mbala probably had a charge in the first half, and it was an act, it actually was called a blocking foul and was an and one for Josh Mbala. But they called it like that for both teams, so it's not really a surprise. But again, uh, a couple, a lot of plays that looked like they should have been charges that Devontae Jordan took. He was in good uh, defensive position all game long, and he was really dropping some dimes. He shot, uh, he just had three points on the game with one three-pointer, but had five rebounds and five assists, even though he was in foul trouble. 
Another person that provided big, big minutes for the UB Bulls was Laquell Hardnett. Hardnett had a fantastic game as he continues to shoot the lights out and be one of the better uh, bench players for the UB Bulls. He had eight points, six rebounds, and one assist off the bench, and he shot four of four field goals. He was an absolute, uh, uh, absolutely big piece for the Bulls to come out uh, of Alumni Arena with their fourth straight win and get Jim Weitzel his 400th career win as a head coach. To recap, the UB Bulls played well defensively, but not well enough, something they're really going to have to uh, button up if they want to have a lot of success moving forward. They were able to get Western Michigan's shooting down to 50% and just 40, or to, I would say just, but to 47.3% from the three-point line, or 47.1% from the three-point line. Again, they were able to really push the pace against Western Michigan, and that was what led to a lot of transition buckets and a lot of uh, a lot of more up-tempo play for the Bulls in this game. It was a, a very, very good game, and I think that now, Weitzel and his staff did a very good job adjusting at halftime. Uh, they were getting the ball down low. Their guys were getting double teamed, and they weren't kicking it out. They were just trying to take it up strong. The Bulls really made uh, good passes in the second half. They had a bunch of assists. They had like four assists on their first five baskets or something like that to start the second half. Again, very, very good adjustments by the coaching staff and by the Bulls players themselves coming out in the second half and really taking onus of this game. Like I said, the Bulls offense, especially now that Antoine Johnson uh, is seems to have broken out of his slump, is really clicking on all cylinders. And again, it is showing the Bulls in their last three games had 76 points, 86 points, and now in this game, 90 points. They really, really are starting to share the ball Everyone on this team is starting to eat and they are seeing that if you make that extra pass that you're that all these guys are getting open looks. They're getting better driving lanes when they do the shot fake and they're getting to the rim better. It is helping the team all the way around in this game, especially their defense. When they play hard defense, it turns to a lot of transition buckets and the Bulls are arguably more athletic than they were last season, which really says something considering they had a MAC conference uh, record 30 wins. They had a UB record 30 wins, uh, and it was just a fantastic season all around last year. But again, arguably a more athletic team this year, uh, and it is really starting to show as the Bulls are able to get up and down the court in this one. But that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you guys for listening to my breakdowns of the last three games for the UB Bulls. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, you can tell your friends and tell your family, tell your coworkers, tell your cat, your dog. I don't care who you tell. Just tell everybody about this podcast. Get this name out there. Let them know I'm trying to build this thing up a little bit. I'm trying to continue the ball rolling and and continue getting more and more listens every single week again thank you for listening you can listen to me on any of the major podcasting websites i'm on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify and of course 
right here on Anchor. You can follow me on Twitter at SportstalkBuff1. You can also email me at SportstalkBuffalo at Yahoo.com if you want to ask me any questions, if you want me to do any, uh, have any uh, show suggestions, anything like that, by all means, get at me on any of those platforms. Once again, thank you for listening and have a good week.